What do we have that's news? Oh, the biggest news in the world? Sabrina has a cat. Uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty important. <laughs> yes. That's all I care about is a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it is a cute kitty, though. Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast made by the community for the community. This is episode 56, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm ShadowCon. And we took last week off because, uh, yeah, we had a two-week break in Overwatch League. Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's just been a slow two weeks anyway, let's face yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, you know, there wasn't any content to really cover. There was no point in making a, like... 10 minute podcast which would have taken us like 30 minutes to record and then like <laughs> an hour to edit and <laughs> don't tell them our secrets you know it's anybody who knows anything about editing is it usually takes you double the amount of time that is recorded to edit at yeah. the like bell minimum yeah so. still don't let people in on the secrets <laughs> okay 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 well <laughs> Anyway, this coming weekend, we get to see the return of the Overwatch League. And did they actually announce what they're going to call the June stuff? June? Uh, <laughs> June, May, May. The June, May, Melee. That's right. <laughs> no, they actually haven't announced anything yet. No. So as far as we know, it's it's just regular play for right now. I know they said they're going to do another tournament this month, but they haven't really said when. Yeah, because like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have more tournaments. Like, what's the tournament format? Yeah. Where is it? So, I mean, they'll probably play it. Let's see what the schedule is right now. Yeah. Uh, so they have the f next three weeks up for sure. Week 22 has nothing. So maybe week 22 is when the tournament is. So we'll get three weeks of, like, regular season play, if you want to call it that. And then maybe, yeah, maybe... Basically, 4th of July weekend, we'll have a tournament. That seems like what it could be, because they, uh, they have to get some regular season games in, and then they do the setup for the tournament. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully they come up with a better name than May Melee, because, I mean, they, they really missed out on a chance. They could have done one. the Melee! Come on! <laughs> yeah, they, they like, definitely saw, missed their uh, chance with that one. In the video that Van Infida will talk about later, somebody in the comments was like, the June joust? And I was like, okay, that kind of works. I mean, like, jousting is a great sport. Haha. -ha. I have trained in the martial art of jousting. Martial art of jousting. Yes. Okay, let's I just mean, move on. To technically what speaking, <laughs> I a, guess, pole, a pole I... arm is a martial weapon in Dungeons and Dragons. Shout out to all my, my tabletop... Uh, bros out there so my point stands <laughs> i guess like you have too many D, &D campaigns still sinking into your brain i mean you have you have like two on saturday yeah and i'm planning to play in two other ones but that's not the point <laughs> <laughs> yes the point is this coming weekend we got some more games uh eventually we're gonna get a tournament and this guy's thinking about jousting <laughs> Jousting's fun. That's all I'm going to say. But yes, more importantly, we get more games. Uh, and interestingly enough, although at the same time not, uh, 
only two Asia region team games rather playing, uh, which makes sense. They started racking up the number of games they were playing, so they needed to kind of hit the brakes a little bit, so that way the American region teams could catch up in number of games played. So, no surprise there. Yeah, it's a little easier for them because all like it's it, it's a smaller like pool of teams that can go against each other more often. Yeah, with only seven teams in the Asia region, like yeah, they're they're gonna rotate through each other a lot quicker. Uh, with thirteen in the America region, so basically almost double. Uh, you don't have as much, you know, round robin playing going on. So yeah, they 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 put the brakes on the Asia region for a reason. Um, so I know some people were kind of surprised that they did that, and as they turn, it's like you shouldn't be surprised. I think it's just because they haven't actually like seen the hard numbers of how much they've uh, they've gotten over time. Because like the the four like Chinese teams, they could go like each they could each play both days when they were first getting back into it. So that means they would get two games in per week. While maybe in North America, each team was playing once. So everybody else was getting one a week and they were getting two. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just how it's going. Yeah, so let's look at this. The Asia region started late. Uh, the top team in Asia is the Shanghai Dragons. They have 13 matches played already. They're tied with Philadelphia. Though they're not the teams that have played the most. Uh, teams that have played the most are Guangzhou, Chengdu, and Houston, who have all played 14 matches total. So, yeah, the, the Asian region teams really caught up really fast, everybody. Uh, otherwise, yeah. other teams that have played 13 are the Hangzhou Spark and Washington Justice. But as we all know, the Atlantic teams were playing more games anyway since uh, we were having the homestand still on the East Coast until they the got Justice shut down as well. The Justice did have a homestand. Yeah, because they were still having homestands, so they were still playing. So the West Coast teams haven't been playing nearly as much like... Uh, yeah, Vancouver's only played eight matches total. Uh, yeah, weren't they, weren't, weren't they at the smallest number for a while? They were, yeah. They were way behind because they were missing for so long. Uh, yeah, Souls then, also only played eight. That actually kind of surprised me. I thought they played a couple more than eight. It's probably because they took the time to move to Korea. Yeah, I, I was taking that into account, but I still thought they played like at least ten matches. Maybe that was just me being optimistic because <laughs> valiant's played 11 so far this year glads have only played nine <laughs> you know it makes sense to me because i'm thinking about it now um they play they, they didn't play at all during the start of it until they started bringing in the uh the online play and then they played it with the uh the west coast of na and then they stopped for a while to move to south korea so that like they only had a few games here before they had to like take a few weeks break to get over there. Yeah. And then there was like a few weeks of setup over there too. Yeah, because London. So that makes sense. Yeah, London's also only played nine games, but as we know, they were on the East Coast, but then they dropped out because they were going to go back to Korea, and yeah, it took them a little while to go back to Korea as well. But anyway, um, speaking of London Spitfire, they're, they're still playing this weekend. They are the first game up Saturday, 1 a.m. against the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting Shanghai to get a pretty comfortable win against Spitfire. Yeah, Shanghai is looking really good. Uh, Spitfire is looking rocky. But 
maybe they took these two weeks to get better so i mean i would hope so <laughs> <laughs> i'm totally not swaying people so you win bets I don't <laughs> <laughs> are you even still doing your parts oh yeah okay yeah, I just dropped out of Dame Preds because I'm like, I can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, we have New York Excel versus Seoul Dynasty. So Dynasty's getting in their, uh, the, the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, they're probably going to lose this one, though. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think this one will actually be pretty close because Dynasty were really shaky going into the, eight, the, the May Melee. And then they just cr- absolutely crushed it. And they almost swept Shanghai. They unfortunately got reverse swept, but my god, what a turnaround. The thing for me, though, is that we're going back to hero bands. And they seem to be struggling during hero bands, but they were okay during the main melee that had, like, open to our heroes. So I'm wondering if that's going to play a part in this. Uh, very well could, yeah, but until we see a little bit, kind of hard to say. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think I will still give this to New York, but I'm Probably a fairly close one. Yeah, it's New York. Like, they can they can pull they can pull a lot of stuff off. <laughs> yeah, they sure can. But yeah, after that, uh, starting at noon this Saturday, uh, Paris Eternal versus Boston Uprising. F and chat, <laughs> Boston Uprising. Yeah, Boston's looking better, especially after they got they got Punk in lineup, but they're not that much improved. Yeah, because Eternal's Eternal. looking good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Sparkle is now 18th, so we could see Sparkle on Saturday. It's it's such a shame Boston Uprising is finally on the Uprising. like, yeah. And then they get put against Eternal. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't like, hurt their morale. Yeah, hopefully not. But uh, XC is also supposedly going to be back from his neck injury. So, yeah, we'll see what eternal's lineup looks like on saturday but regardless i think eternal should get the win against uprising yep uh, it's such a shame uprising going up against them when sparkle is finally eligible to play yeah <laughs> uh after that uh two o'clock we got lord of mayhem versus dennis fuel and this one i'm not too sure about because dennis fuel is definitely looking better than they did before i'm giving this hmm. to mayhem pretty easy <laughs> trying to give them some benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, at least somebody is. I'm just going to call it the way I think it's going to go. Yeah. I mean, uh, they just had a pickup, didn't they? Um, they just got paintbrush from the Gladiators, so. They did. Hey, maybe. Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> mm-hmm. After that, uh, still on Saturday, 4 p.m., you got Atlanta Rain versus the Los Angeles Gladiators. The battle of the gateway teams. Very polarizing teams. Gladiators with technically the losing record. Atlanta with technically the winning record. Well, not really. Atlanta's 5-5. Five and five. They're at 500. Um, honestly, I want to give this to Atlanta and say Atlanta finally gets a win. That's not a 3-0 sweep, but I'm not super confident in that pick. Because these teams are kind of like the gateway teams. So it's like, I'm not sure which one or who's going to really show up to play. It's one of those things that's like, Rain has not beat a team that has a positive win-loss record. So, like, this is the chance. Like, they still, like, 
th- th- this would like statistically be where they win, but mm, can they even can they do it? Because it's not like it's not like a mediocre team like they were playing before, in terms of who was in the like divisions. Yeah, and that's why th- like even gladiators are pretty polarizing with how they play. Like they lost to Uprising after losing to Eternal. Very two different teams that they lost to. But, yes, if you look at the stats that I kind of look at, I want to give the edge to Rain, but mm-hmm. I'm not very confident. Pick. It's probably like a 51 to 49 for me. It's just one of those things because, like, statistically, like, if they lose one map, they're going to lose. But this would be the team that they would actually, they're supposed to beat, but they are also so tough that they probably still is going to lose the map. So, you, like, there's no way to really predict this. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, and then that, that's the end of Saturday. Uh, starting on Sunday, back at noon, we got Philadelphia Fusion versus the Houston Outlaws. Yeah, Fusion. Yeah. Let's go with Fusion. <laughs> I'm going with Fusion, too. <laughs> uh. uh yeah. yeah, Houston's not going Even if Movement is back, because apparently he's been injured, which is why Hydration's been filling in, I don't like Houston's chances much better with Muma in the lineup. I mean, Hydration is not a bad main tank, I guess. No, yeah, he, he actually does surprisingly very well for a player that's supposed to be a DPS player. I mean, but... he, he he's quite flexible. He can do the DPS, he can do the tank, he can do the Nucio. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to the Fusion. I think it's going to be a pretty comfortable win for them. You know, it'd be funny if Hydration still plays main tank, even with Muma being back. <laughs> that would be he's interesting. Like, he's like the truth next. He but can then play what anything. happens to Mecco? Is Mecco going to be the off tank still, or is Muma going to be on DPS? Oh, no, you see what... Ha- yes, you see, Muma becomes the DPS, yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that would be interesting to see, though. I mean, they've come up with some weird strats before, like, when they're like, oh, who's the best Tracer, who's the best that, and then somehow it ends up with uh, Hydration being the Nucio. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely going to happen. But yeah, uh, after that, 2pm, Vancouver Titans versus Toronto Defiance. So we get another, like, no battle for Canada. And I'm, I'm really interested in seeing this, because, you know, Titans, they are I, I want to see them succeed. <laughs> I want to see them succeed. I do too, and and they did put up a pretty good fight against Toronto in the main melee. So, I mean, I'm I'm still gonna say, I'm sure Toronto will get the win here. Like I'm pretty sure they will. It's not gonna be a sweep or anything. I'm sure it'll be a pretty close game again. But yeah, I'm gonna give it to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I saw this one thing that Bonnie either wrote or she just shared the uh, link. Uh, but there's an article where apparently in the Defiant, they're so Canadian, where they're too, like, they're too polite to give each other criticism. <laughs> okay, that, like... is, that is very Canadian, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this why? Is that what's holding them back? <laughs> I kind of hope that's not what's holding them back, but... <laughs> yeah, like, apparently that's, like, an issue they were having, is that they're, like, too polite to give each other criticism, like... No, stop. You're too awesome. <laughs> but then after that, it's a match we all really care about. It's it's Valiant versus Justice. And Justice made some changes. They did, but I'm still going to give us the advantage here. 
Um, just because I, I think Valiant's really firing off on all cylinders right now. They're not unbe- they're not unbeatable as we saw in the main melee because San Francisco really torched us. But I think the boys are really all starting to click and get their groove on. So I want to give us the advantage. Just as technically, yeah, they're full Korean, but they probably don't have the full synergy they need just yet. And a lot, yeah, especially... even even with the two week break, people still aren't really giving justice like a lot of hope. <laughs> so I mean, I don't, I don't think this is be really a sweep, but yeah, it it won't be a sweep, but I'm sure justice will at least get a map from Valiant. It's one of those things like I wonder if they're even like comfortable with each other in terms of staffing because they did like they purged quite a bit of staff. Um, change some roles because I think it was like the assistant general manager is now the general manager. Uh, they got rid of uh, Evil Knight was his name, but the one that was with them, and Nolanish was the one with the visa issues, right? Yeah, um, they let go of John Galt. Yeah, Galt. Galt he said away. he because he wanted to go back to school. <laughs> Yeah, he went from Gladiators to Justice when uh, they picked up uh, Alanin. And then, like, he's out. She's out. So is... What was his name? Banny. Trying to remember off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. Bonnie's gone now, too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because Banny was the uh, assistant coach. Uh, Yeah, he was, like, an assistant coach of some kind. Yeah, because he went oh, from the Oh, I think he was, think he was like positioning coach. Positioning coach? Okay. Try to look it up right now. Is it still up? Like, is it like still on the Wikipedia? Yeah, he was. He or? was. Uh, yeah, he was a position coach. Okay. Yeah, Galt's gone. Bonnie's gone. Uh, Ballin. Ballin. She was yeah. GM. She's gone now. I usually yeah. just call her Annamin. Yeah. Because that's like what her full name is. Because like I, I always stumble on uh, with Ballin. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, they also got I, I I can't remember if they got rid of Nornish too but I remember they uh, let go of Evil Knight um, I think he said he, was he the one who was taking a break from Overwatch for a yeah, year? yeah he just said he's going to take the rest of the year off and probably go back to just Path to Pro so Contenders and just work his way back up which sucks because right after he got let go he <laughs> Overwatch League's YouTube channel posted a video about him, about how he's a rising rookie. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was a major feels bad, man. Like, imagine, like, Justice is like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna make a video on you. Like, Overwatch is talking to Justice about this. And like, okay, okay. And I'm like, hey, we're gonna cut some people and let's do Evil Knight. Wait, don't, doesn't Overwatch have a video coming up for him? Ah, who cares? Yeah. So, that sucks. But as of right now, technically, Lolish is still on the roster for I'm surprised they haven't dropped him because like he's been in Visa Hell for so long and they dropped so many other like yeah, I don't know I guess you... I guess I don't know maybe, maybe there's something weird that they can't drop him because of that just yet maybe maybe he technically has to be an active player not inactive what are you planning Justice what are you planning <laughs> Uh, but either way, I'm giving it to Valiant. Um, they went through a bunch of changes, so I don't feel like um, they're synergized enough to take on Valiant. Uh, who knows if the the staff is prepared to really support them either? Because like they lost a GM, a coach, two coaches. 
they lost. Yeah, they lost the head coach, positional coach, and then their GM. Uh, yeah, the Is assistant. Yeah, the assistant GM was promoted to GM. Uh, technically, they have two coaches on Wiz and Supreme, but neither one's technically head coach. Hmm. Supreme's a development coach, and Wiz is a strategic coach. I guess they still have the strategic coach. Yeah, so... Yeah, between the two of them, I don't know who's technically going to be, like, the interim head coach. Well, if maybe they're, like, waiting to pick somebody up as a head coach from somewhere else and just waiting for league approval. I mean, that's but, quite possible, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're seeing uh, this coming weekend. It's going to be an exciting time. Mm-hmm. I guess we should just uh, move over to... Bannon's YouTube channel, because, you know, it's been two weeks. They have some new videos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most important one is uh, McGravy's Bubble Shop. <laughs> yeah, we got a little VOD highlight of the stream that McGravy did when he started his barbershop. I have to pay respect for the hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thumbnail's hilarious. They have, what, what's his name? What's his name? Like Sid or something from uh, Toy Story? Yeah, they have Sid from Toy Story in the thumbnail. Because they were saying, I think it's Kai that looks like him with a shaved head. Yeah, KSP kind of does look like Sid <laughs> with the shaved head. God, oh my god. Uh, Maybe that's also why his girlfriend was do? so upset. <laughs> his poor girlfriend. I still find hilarious her tweet. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but she tweeted out something like... Uh, She's jealous of all the girls out there whose boyfriends didn't impulsively shave his head or something. Yeah, or something I, remember like that. That, I remember that tweet. That was pretty funny. Uh, like, come on, you're one of the few players that has, like, who, who knows how to talk to girls. Don't ruin your chance. <laughs> you're in a team full of simps. Don't ruin your chance. <laughs> nope, totally ruined his chance. Uh, yeah. Rip. Rip KSV. Yep. Rip Nastro's uh bangs. <laughs> that that too, yeah. Like, is it like he did was, like, uh, was it La- hold on, I'm, now I'm thinking of the tweet. Was it Lastro or Rain that that tweeted uh Lucianal for the laundry stuff? That was Lastro, right? Yeah, I'm it was Nastro. Sure that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. But please Lastro, no. <laughs> I think Lastro's turning amazing. into one of my favorite players very fast. It's like every every tweet Nutritional posts, like having to talk to to Nastro is just hilarious. Like, don't like stop. We already we already had the Tide Pod eating stuff. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, he was he was like, oh wait, that's for the dishwasher, not for your laundry. <laughs> what? Oh, for yeah, they went from they went from Tide Pods and eating a dishwasher package. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I love Nastro. He's great. Yeah, same. Uh, after that, uh, we just have two POVs. One of them is KSP, uh, the game against uh, Paris Eternal. And then we finally get a support POV with Rain with in the game against uh, Uprising. Yes. Finally, support getting some love. It's about damn time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like like I've, I've discussed before on our previous episode, uh, Support not exactly the most. Ex- I'll admit is not the most exciting POV, but it's still really fun and interesting to see just how they play. So, 
we got Rain on Lucio against Boston Uprising on Oasis. And it was pretty good, especially seeing how he kind of got away quite a lot of times, too. He's a sneaky, sneaky frog boy. Yeah. He's very sneaky. That's one, that's one of the funniest things, is seeing like a team fight go badly, and just Anusio just runs away by himself and gets away. Yeah, Lucio's like, I'm He's out. He's like, can't catch me. <laughs> pretty much. Just nopes out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out both uh, POVs, as always, because they're fun as heck. You get to know a little. Yeah, that too. Uh, after that, we had Dreamers Birthday Bash. This was uh, part of... What are they called? Whenever the, the van goes live on Mondays um, on the Twitch account. Since Dreamers Birthday had been the day before, right? Uh, yeah. No, it was that day, I believe. Oh, was that day? Yeah, I think was it was it the actual day of his birthday. Um Valiant Versus, that's what they call the live stream. Yeah, the Valiant Versus. I was like, what's the name of the thing? <laughs> I'll look it up real fast. I swear, we're Valiant fans. We know this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, they had a little uh, Dreamer birthday themed where um, they made this one game that's like Mario Party, but you get to punch people. Yeah, Pummel Party. Pummel Party is very, very fun. Apparently they also play it off stream with each other because Dreamer's like OP at some of the mini games. Yeah, apparently Dreamer's all he does is play this game off off stream because <laughs> apparently he's very good at a lot of the things in the game. It seems really fun and really cool how it's set up. Like the mini games look fun. The the no like the no characters they play at are really cute. Yeah. Uh, also, Shax is OP, and everyone was picking on Dreamer. Stop picking on Dreamer. It was his birthday, guys. It was funny because when I was going back to the VOD, I was clicking at random spots. And like there was one part that I think I think it was one of the coaches that said, like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, Packing said that. <laughs> it was Packing, okay. So I was like, that's just, I heard it out of nowhere. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, I knew it was going to happen. I knew they were all going to kill each other. But like, then just outright say, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and then killing him. Actually, I don't know if he killed him or somebody else killed him, but I know Dreamer died at least once. Yeah, Dreamer died at least once. I think Applied died a few times, and maybe McGravy. They only played 10 rounds, so it's kind of hard for them to kill each other on the board with only 10 rounds. Yeah, but it was still fun. It was. It was definitely fun. I highly suggest watching it. It's like Mario Party, but... Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then after that, uh, we had another episode of On The Point. This time it was hosted by McGravy and KSP. Uh, the two boys with the poor haircuts. Yeah. But like we said, KSP's is growing back pretty quick. Yeah, it's it's going back. I mean, he, he like, uh, I think it was Mc, McGravy was saying when he was, like, shaving his head. He's like, oh, you have thick hair. So it probably like, grows really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um... Why are they saying this again? I just watched it before we started recording. Oh, we got some hot takes. McGravy loves his skins. Don't you dare touch his skins. Yeah, he's like really like... like he's he's very pro um, limited edition skins. But I, I honestly really like the idea of limited edition skins. It gives you an incentive to keep playing. I'm hoping that some of those skins that you get through uh, playing a lot of games and, um, you know, getting the, like nine wins... I'm hoping those stay in limited edition that they don't redo those events. 
It was like the Bastion um, Nego thing and the like Anna Anna Catskin and stuff like that. Yeah. Those as far as I know are gonna stay in limited edition. I hope they do. Yeah. Other so than those that, should be uh, really cool. Yeah. Otherwise, KSP is pretty anti loot boxes. He thinks they're pretty useless, especially for you know players like them and people who've really played the heck out of Overwatch. It, you get to the point where loot boxes are just absolutely worthless to you. Yeah, McGravy was saying that like he gets to the point where like he's gotten so many loot boxes that he has enough coins to buy whatever skins he wants when events come around. And like whenever he runs no he just opens a couple of loot boxes and gets enough coins. Like he doesn't care to open the loot boxes for the skins anymore. Yeah. And, and like he has a point, and that's yeah, that's why he also liked the idea of limited edition skins, because it gives you an incentive to play. Because like, oh, I want to have that skin and be the only one with that skin. Yeah, no, the the yeah, it was a very valid point that he made, and I don't disagree with him. I think he's pretty right on the point with that. <laughs> yeah, like I I think the only limited edition skin I'd want to come back would maybe be like the Pink Mercy, but that's just because it's a charity one. I wanted to come back as a charity, and like you have to pay for it, donate your money. I, I think that would be the only one I'd want to come back. The rest of them, let them stay limited edition. Like, like, I don't want anybody else to get my cat, Anna. Like, I love my cat, Anna. <laughs> like, she's a kitty cat. I love cats. Yeah, the the Pink Mercy one, I, sh- I say, should come back, like, every year for charity. And if they don't bring it back, then make another another pink skin. Like, come on. More, chari- more charity skins is what I want. Yeah. I feel like they would be great. I think they'd be great, too. Yeah, I love the Pink Mercy event. Uh, it was it was great. Like I, I, I wish I could have gotten the shirt too, but I didn't have enough money for both the shirt and the skin. So I decided to just get the skin. And I'm really happy I did. It's like you donate, what was it, like 10 or $15 and you get a free skin out of it. Uh, yeah, it was 15 for the skin and then it was $30 if you wanted the shirt. Yeah, because it was like uh, half of what the shirt was would be donated because the other like $15 was to pay for production and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, more charity skins. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I think that was the only like major thing they talked about on the point. They did make jokes about what they should call like the June tournament if it be like the June May May May. Yeah. We totally <laughs> didn't steal that joke from them. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think KSP at one point just said the June melee. Like it was like okay, no it, <laughs> no effort on that one. He was just being straightforward. Just the June tournament. Like, I I I'm pro June joust, but by the sounds of it, it might be until July. So maybe July joust. It still works. Yeah, if I say it sounds like it's gonna be in July anyway, but maybe somebody come up with a better like rhyme for July. In the meantime. Come on, you guys can do it. You're smart, right? Of course. Then again, they didn't give us mayonnaise. <laughs> I hope they understand they they really missed missed something important there with that one. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Oh, wait. McGravy said that May isn't as bad as she used to be. That, that was the hot take. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he said with the, the nerfs that she's gotten, she's she's annoying, but she's not, she's not bad. Hmm. I wonder... I wonder if this is just his way of getting more people to play May. That way it actually does get banned. Hmm. I mean, that could be his big brain play too. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> but I think that was the important stuff on the point. I'd say watch it anyway because it's really funny to see McGravy and Kai just uh, 
interact with one another. Yeah, McGravy um, in his party room and KSP just chilling. <laughs> it's so it's so sad because they recently changed apartments, so McGravy doesn't have his new knights anymore. Oh like yeah, the thing, so the thing, the, he said the thing he stuck them on the wall was like one-time use, like sticking on wall thing. So he has to order some new ones, and then he can put them up. Give us back the new knights. He'll have them back soon enough. Yeah. Um, and then there's only one more video on the channel. It is a combination of all of Vanian's rules to winning Overwatch videos they've been putting out on YouTube. Not YouTube. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty interesting because they actually did put like who voiced what. And it turns out that one voice that I couldn't figure out was Madison. I was like, I think it's Madison, but I'm not sure. It's like, it was. It was Madison. He has a really good voice for this stuff. And then the newest uh, rules to Overwatch was voiced by none other than... Wait, how do you pronounce his name? Tay Zonday? Tay Zonday. I always have to like, look at names to be able to pronounce them correctly. <laughs> People were like so excited in chat when uh, David posted the clip in, from, uh, from Twitter. Like Tay, Tay, like yeah, yeah, he's a fan of Valiant. He, yeah, he's you, a very you sometimes big see fan. him. Uh, sometimes we see him in uh, contenders chat too in the uh, the YouTube live stream. Remember correctly, was contenders chat people have caught him in. I think they saw him once in Overwatch League chat uh, when they do the live streams on YouTube. But I think they usually ch catch him doing contender streams. He is a good man supporting T two. Yeah, he's a, he's been a fan of Valiant for a while. I actually met him at the fan art gallery. Oh, and nice. it's like, huh? Like, so he's been like a fan of Valiant since season one. This is good indeed. Yes. Mr. Chocolate Rain is ours. <laughs> but that's pretty much it for Valiant's uh, YouTube stuff. Uh, hopefully we get more stuff. Wait, there wasn't a uh, Valiant versus this Monday, right? No, they didn't have one this week. Yeah, it's probably because they were moving apartments. And also just getting ready yeah. for the games this week. Yeah, between moving apartments, getting ready, um, having to deal with McGravy being McGravy. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's pretty much it for their uh, YouTube. So, moving on to Twitter. Like, we do have a few things to talk about on the Twitter. Uh... Whoopsie, what did I push? Computer? Don't die on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Like, Twitter tried to refresh and I was like, what's going on? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, most important piece of news. We have a new assistant coach in Hunter. He had the best way of announcing it on his Twitter. Oh, he so. sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, uh, he is now... Un we have another Aussie on the team. Uh, he is. He came from British Hurricanes and EU contenders, working with our boy Numlocked for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Like having him come in, because from my understanding, Gumba is moving on to uh, Vanarant. Yes. So you know, we're only allowed to have one Aussie per team, apparently. Yeah, that's why Custa had to retire. That's <laughs> yeah, a shame. Such a shame. But what? it's good to have him on the team. I'm excited to see uh, what he brings to the table. See how the boys do this weekend. Sam, I'm very excited to see what he, what he brings to the table. 
and then um yeah that's like the really big news everything else has just been like um couple of uh them going live with dreamer's birthday oh they put out the pride wallpapers which i love they're so pretty yeah the, the pride wallpapers were really nice looking uh a winston meme about him combing his beard <laughs> overwatch and overwatch too yeah they uh also put out the um immortals gaming camp thing that uh immortals is doing which is really cool um let's see what, what which one of these says more about it than the other one i'm trying to find the post they have that has the better information on it because <laughs> they put out two posts one of them was just put out today yeah. but yeah just like a gaming camp thing uh for people between the ages of 10 and 17 10 and 17 to just like refine your skills work your way in you get to like learn from the best etc etc I wonder if register is registering so open for this. I think uh, it said it was. No, yeah, I believe so because they posted about it today. So I would say registration is still mm -hmm. open. Oh yeah, because the boot camp doesn't start until July. Yeah, so they're gonna have uh, like seminars, uh, and then and uh, M AMAs. What other stuff? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's funny because uh, it says that the camp is ideal for kids ages 14 to 19 but on the bottom it says ages 10 to 17 so i'm wondering if that's a typo who knows <laughs> maybe they interesting. It. they might have changed it to one or the other yeah it was probably a typo and, like they had the original information yeah but yeah you get to like learn from the teams oh there's a cute picture of space on here because <laughs> they have like a bunch of pictures of the Vanian team <laughs> Yeah, the because uh, they have they have different boot camps for each game by the looks of it. Um, I'm pretty sure they're doing every game that they have teams in. Yeah, um, League of Legends, Overwatch. Oh no, they just do League of Legends and Overwatch. Yeah, the, those are the only team games that Immortals currently sponsors directly. Mm -hmm. Because Call of Duty League and Rainbow Six Siege is under Optic and MIBR, technically. It's still under the uh, Immortals Gaming Club umbrella, though. It is, yeah. Mm. So I was kind of expecting those two, but it makes sense to just be uh, League of Legends and Overwatch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but that's really cool that they're doing that. Like, no boot camps for people to learn. Oh. Uh, if if yeah, anybody happens to go to one of these things, you have to let us know how it was, though. Because cause I'm give curious. Us, give us the deets. Give us the deets. Yeah, because we can't go. We're too old. <laughs> you make me feel old. Too late. <laughs> welcome. I'm not even 22. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I'm only 21. I can barely drink. So I, I, I look like a 17-year-old. You're going to be 22 soon, so. <laughs> Hush you. <laughs> welcome to my world. <laughs> There's still a lot of people who don't believe that I'm over 18, so. Maybe I can put it off. Uh, probably, if that's the case. <laughs> People are already confusing you. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for the YouTube. Yeah, I keep saying YouTube instead of Twitter. Clearly, you love YouTube more than Twitter. That's all. That's all. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, that's it for the Twitter. That's pretty much it for Valiant. I don't think they've had much else to do these past few days. Um, nope. They're secretly getting ready for the games. Or the game, rather, on Sunday. I mean, is it really secret when it's the entire job? True, but we don't know what they're 
thinking or planning. Sure. Yeah, um, I think that's it for us guys. If you want to keep up to date with everything Voice Invariant, you can find us uh, on Twitter. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with everything Any Valiant, you can find them at Any Valiant on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, Snapchat, and TikTok. Ah, that's weird to say. It is. It's weird <laughs> to hear. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye-bye. Does a PogChamp mask... Uh, Excuse me? I'm not aware of one, but at the same time, I'm not surprised one exists. Excuse me? I'm sending it to the chat. <laughs> That's kind of horrifying, not going to lie. <laughs>